Yo, fellas, ladies, it's Anthony K. Double, and it's story time. See, I'm bringing back the classic love songs, the classic slow jams, and the old damn, do you remember this sound? And all this to paint a picture, a picture of a story. Believe it or not, a true story. So ladies, pour yourself a glass of wine. Fellas, pour yourself a glass of cognac. Sit back, relax, by yourself, with your friends or your significant other, no matter. Experience the oohs and ahs as the plot twist hit home. A whirlwind of emotions. I didn't see that coming style confusion. It's bedtime stories. And this is an AKD production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bedtime Stories. This episode is supported by Elegance Artist Management for all your artist management needs. London on Sunday is the only place to be on a Sunday night and a freak couture for all your regal accessories. Please don't forget to follow us on all our socials at BS by AKD on everything and shout to Touchmark Studios where this episode was recorded. This story is entitled African Queen. Shade. Shade. Coming, Dad. Shade comes downstairs to meet her father. Yes, Dad. Please take this money and wait for the builder to come and give it to him. Why don't you just transfer it to him? Uh, because is this a cheaper than cash? You do know it's because he's not charging you tax. And then, what is my business? Do you have to tax money from me? My friend, just take the money to him. And what time is he coming? Because I've got to go to work. He said to me he's coming first thing in the morning. But he's late now. I've been waiting but and I have to leave right now. It's been an hour. Shard is running late for work and is getting very impatient. Then the doorbell goes. Where have you been? You were supposed to be here first thing. I'm late for work now. I'm so sorry. Look, I had to pick up a few materials for the boys before I came over. Anyway, here's your money. I can see you're still upset. Can I give you a lift somewhere? Well, if you give me a lift to the train station, I might still catch my train. No problem. Winston gives Shardy a lift, and once again he's trying his bits and taking the scenic route to prolong the journey. Could you step it up, please? I told you, I have to catch the train. You always give me the cold shoulder. I'm just trying to be nice. It's not everyday nice. Some days, be professional. I can do that. But when your house is done, can I take you out? Here is fine, please. Thank you. So cold. Shardy exits the car and heads to work. But later on that day, on the phone to Abby. My parents are really starting to bug me at the moment with this whole marriage thing. I know, mine too. And it's crazy because they went from zero to a hundred real quick. All my life it's been study your book and don't mind all those foolish boys. Then the moment I graduate and get a job, it's like, when are you going to get married and move out the house? <laughs> Listen, mine aren't pressuring me to move out, but they do hit me with a when they get married question. Just then, Shadi's bedroom door bursts open. Hey, what have I told you about knocking? Yeah, yeah, not before you come in, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Mum said, get off your phone and come and cook dinner. Get out of my room, you spoiled brat. Oh. You better go before your mum starts, boy. Tell me about it. She hardly cooks in the house anymore. It's always me. Practice, baby. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Talk to you later. Later, girl. Shade heads downstairs and prepares dinner for the family. Shade, please hurry up, or do you want me to die of starvation? Come in, daddy. It's almost ready. Shade wraps up dinner, sets the table, and dishes out dinner for everyone. At the table. That's us for today, Mr. Bakari. Ah, uh, Winston, you meet me well. Please come and join me. Oh, thank you, Mr. Bakari, but I-, I must be on my way now. I- I'll see you tomorrow, and um, hopefully we can get it all done uh, for you by the end of the week. Daddy, while the builders are here, do you think I can get some work done to my room? Uh, so how much longer do you plan on that being your room that you want to get work done? Ah, uh, don't start, Daddy. It's just a few things. Maybe you are working. You can pay for it yourself. Why don't you come and show me what you want done? And then I'll put a quote together for you. Shardy and Winston go to a room and Shardy details all the work she'd like to have done. Okay, so first of all, I'd like to get rid of my carpet and get wooden floors and then I'd like to change my wardrobe. Ah, okay. So I've made a note of all the things you want done. I'll put a quote together and maybe we can discuss it over lunch? Oh, okay. A cup of tea. Uh, Coffee. My treat. I should have known. 
I'm not having lunch with you and there is coffee in my kitchen. You can go through the quote with me on my dining table. <laughs> You're so cold. The following evening, Ashadi returns home from work. Winston and his men are wrapping up for the day. I've got that quote ready for you if you're ready to discuss it. Shade, please, before you start discussing, please go and try on your bridesmaids list before the tailor goes home in case there's any changes. The wedding is this weekend and we don't have much time. Yes, ma'am. Shade gets changed into a native Nigerian lace dress that she had made for her cousin's wedding and she looked stunning. The dress accentuated all of her curves. The colours and the material were so vibrant and all in all, she looks regal, just like a queen. She returns to the dining room to show her mum. Ah, Shade, this is nice, but the cleavage is too much. How, mum? Anyway, that is the style that all you young girls like. So, are we done? Yes, this is okay. So as not to take up any more Winston's time, Shade sits down to discuss the quote before getting changed, while going through the colour schemes and the design options. So, I was thinking oak for the wardrobes and African walnut for the floors. What are you looking at? Oh, I'm sorry. Your outfit looks amazing. Or maybe it's just you. You're like royalty. Shadi tries to play it cool, but the compliment caught her unaware, and the sincerity of it all really hit home. So she blushes. Thank you. I don't get to wear native often, but it's always a pleasure when I do. Anyway, back to this quote. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, back to the quote. <laughs> uh, everything is uh, doable um, except the wardrobe. They don't, well, they don't do oat wardrobes in that size, if you get my meaning. And, and sometimes it's custom made and it won't fit. Not in that budget anyway. Shade is slightly disheartened and it's plain to see. Maybe we'll go for a different colour that fits into the budget. Leave it with me. I'll see what I can do. Thank you. The weekend rolls around, and Shade and her family are at the wedding having a great time. Shade? Shade, please come. Yes, Sally? I want you to meet Femi. Shade rolls her eyes at yet another attempt from her father to set her up. Hello, Femi. Shade says sarcastically. Anyway, let me leave the two of you so you can mingle and get to know yourself. I'm so sorry for the inconvenience, but if you'd indulge me for tonight, you'd hook up my parents off my back for at least three months. Sorry? My parents have been planning this introduction for a couple of months now, and I don't want to break their heart. Shade giggles and breathes a sigh of relief. <laughs> I didn't know the guys were under the same pressure from their parents to settle down. I don't think it's norm, but I'm the oldest of three boys. And my parents had me late, so I think they're just anxious to have grandkids why are they still active enough to, you know, look after them? Well, just so you know, this womb is firmly closed until I reach chartered status. <laughs> My parents mentioned you in account, one of the very few accepted professions as far as Nigerian parents are concerned. Tell me about it. So which are you? Doctor, lawyer or engineer? <laughs> That's a good one. But funny enough, I'm a lawyer. Well, a solicitor to be precise. Surprise, surprise. To Shadi's surprise, she actually liked Femi. He was good-looking, funny, successful, and most importantly, more compatible and less traditional than the other guys her parents usually try to set her up with. They hit it off and start spending quite a lot of time together. I've got to meet you around the corner from your office tomorrow afternoon. Do you fancy doing lunch? Lunch sounds good. Cool. I'll send you reservation deals. At lunch, Femi is doing and saying all the right things, taking an interest in her career, asking about her family and talking about the future. Shade is besotted and dares to dream about a future with Femi. It would be the best of both worlds. She gets to be with someone that not only is accepted by her parents, but someone that she actually is compatible with. You okay? You keep rubbing your neck. Yeah, I'm okay. Just slumming it on the sofa while my room gets renovated. Sounds rough. Yeah, a bit. But I'll only be another week or so. A bit forward, I know, but did you want to stay at mine? What? It makes sense if you think about it. I've got a spare room, my place is close to your work, and you can get a good night's sleep while your renovations are being done. Shade seizes the opportunity to once again probe Femi about his relationship status. 
Hmm. And what would your girlfriend have to say about that? You think you're slick? I don't know what you mean. Yeah, right. I told you already, I don't have a girlfriend. So I don't have to answer to anyone. Although I can see that changing in the near future. Shardy blushes. If you're sure you don't mind. Not at all. Then I accept. Thank you. Where are you going to tell your parents you're staying? I don't know. I'll tell them I'm staying at my friend's house or I'm away with work or something. It's crazy that I have to lie to my parents about where I am at the age of 24. <laughs> Nigerian parents are all the same from that generation. Ugh, tell me about it. Shade arrives at Femi's place with a few days' worth of clothes to see her out until the end of the week when work on her room should be completed. Ah, uh, you're here. Come in. Let me help you with her stuff and show you your room. Thanks again. I'm really grateful. Don't mention it. It'll be great to have the company. Femi gives Shade the tour of his apartment and shows her to her room. Your place is really nice and... Oh, wow. I see I'm bunking in your walk-in wardrobe. Don't judge me. I took my mother's shopping tray and my dad's hoarding tray and together it's a bad combo. <laughs> I'm not judging. If anything, I envy you. A walk-in wardrobe is every girl's dream. I guess. I'm making dinner, by the way. It should be ready soon. Oh, okay. What are you making? Chicken stir-fry. Mmm, sounds nice. Femi and Shadi sit down to their meal in conversation. So, can you cook? Absolutely. My mother made sure of that. What types of food? All types. Nigerian food too? Especially Nigerian food. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going engagement ring shopping tomorrow. <laughs> Joker. I'd love to sample some one day. Well, how about I have you over the house when my room is done? I'm sure my parents would love to see that we're getting on so well. Deal. Femi and Shadi enjoy their meal, and then Shadi turns in for the evening. What's up, baby? Hey, I was wondering how that neck of yours was doing. Still a little bit sore, but I'm hoping a good night's sleep on a comfortable bed will sort it out. Well, I learned quite a bit about massaging whilst I was travelling Thailand, so I'll be happy to give you a massage if you don't mind. Mm. Don't worry, no funny business. A massage sounds great, but no funny business. Cool. If you drip down to your knickers and lay face down on the bed, I'll be right back. Femi lit a few candles, grabbed a couple of towels, heated up his massage oils and put on some music. I'm going to cover you with this towel and only expose the sections and massage. Cool. Why are you all tensed up? Are you nervous? No, I'm bracing myself for when the cold oil hits my back. Oh, okay. Femi pours a few drops of his heated oils on Shade's back. Mmm. Feels nice, doesn't it? Yeah, that feels great. I've never had anyone use heated oils before. That means you haven't anyone do right before. Femi gets to work, displaying the full extent of his massage repertoire. After he'd worked out all her aches and kinks, he gets a little more sensual and plants little kisses on her back in between strokes. Is that part of the massage? Yeah, it's a special massage. It comes with a happy ending. <laughs> Which one is happy ending? <laughs> Turn over, close your eyes, and I'll show you. Mm. Shadi is a little sceptical, but she obliges. And Femi gets to work on her feet and works his way up to her thighs using both his hands and lips. As he gets to the very top of her thighs, Shadi arches her back slightly and opens her legs. Femi kisses and nibbles on her over her knickers and she starts to breathe very heavily. Then he pulls her knickers to the side and dives in with his tongue. Shadi grabs his head and pulls him in tighter as she moans. Mmm. You like that? Mmm. Oh. Don't ask me silly questions. So is this the happy ending? Yes, indeed. I hope you know this doesn't mean that you're going to get any. I wouldn't be so presumptuous, but I'm hoping I can change your mind. Femi continues with the oral pleasantries in an effort to persuade Shade to have sex with him. 
but unfortunately, he overplays his hand. I'm done. You're definitely not getting none now. Your happy ending was just that, an ending. Good night, Femi. Shardy climaxed and no longer had any use for Femi that night. I'm telling you, if he had just stopped 30 seconds before and put it on me, he would have had me. Ah? I'm telling you, I was weak. But as soon as I came, I regained my strength. And now I know his tricks, I'm on guard. So you really don't want to give him none? I want to, but I can't. I'm trying to be a good girl and wait till the proper time. So when is the proper time? The traditional engagement. <laughs> You're not serious. Or at least until we become official. I suppose. Anyway, he's coming over tonight, so I'm cooking for him and my family. Come and see housewife. Girl, bye. Shade rustles up a traditional Nigerian meal. Pounded yam, spinach stew and assorted meats. Femi, it's good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, sir. Uh, how is your father? Very well, sir. Just then, Winston walks in to announce the completion of Shade's room. Evening, buddy. Uh, Winston, uh, you meet me where? Please, Abe, come and join me. Ah, thank you, Mr. Bakari. But I just wanted to um, show Shade her completed room. Oh, wow, it's done. I'm so excited. Sorry, where are my manners? Femi, this is Winston, our builder. Winston, this is Femi. Shade's boyfriend? Shade turns to Femi, looking slightly bewildered, but smiles and turns back to Winston, who is visibly disheartened. Nice to meet you. Likewise. As they get to Shade's room. What a wow, I don't believe it. You don't. I mean, you like it. I love it. It looks like a totally different room. Very nice. You've done a good job here. Oh my God, my oak wardrobes. You found them. <laughs> found them? What? Found them where? I know how much you wanted them. So I custom made them myself for you. Shade smiles. Thank you. They share a brief moment and Femi notices the twinkle in Winston's eye. So he quickly interjects. Winston, do you have a card? No, I don't even have any cards, sorry. That's a little unprofessional and short-sighted. You should always have a business card on you, as you never know who you may meet. Yeah, most of my businesses come from word of mouth. So I just focus on doing a good job, innit Sade? Well, I'm looking to invest in property in the very near future, so I'm in the hunt for a good builder. Yeah, no problem. We can deal with that. Just get my number from Shade. Yeah, I'll do that. See if I can throw some business your way. Femi says, rather obnoxiously. So, what's the new balance? 3,000. Oh! But I understand the extra is a surprise cost, so I tell you what. Transfer me the original balance and give me the rest in cash when you're, you're ready. Is that okay? Yeah, man. That's cool. You know me. Thank you. No, thank you. Winston leaves and Femi and Shadi return downstairs to join the family to finish their dinner. After dinner and a few drinks. Thank you for having me, sir. I'm going off now, sir. Uh, no problem. You get home safe and uh, greet your parents for me. Yes, sir. Shadi walks Femi out to his car. So, when exactly did you become my boyfriend? The moment that pound of yam touched my lips. <laughs> Do I have a say or are you just going to bypass me and pay my bride price to my father? Please don't act like you're not feeling the boy. Look at this big head. Tell me, Malay. I'm not telling you anything. Um. Anyway, so you like my cooking? Loved your cooking. Wife is done. Shardy smiles. I suppose it will make my parents happy to know I have a boyfriend. Is that the only reason? Amongst others. Like what? I will tell you, but I don't want you to get a big head. Good night, Femi. Don't want to get a good night kiss. They kiss and Femi makes his way home. Shadi is pleased with her current situation. She has finally found someone that she likes and that her parents approve of. Things are going well between Shadi and Femi, but she holds off telling her parents and going public with the relationship as she knows that there will be an immediate pressure to get married. But one afternoon... Shadi, you sitting down? What do you mean am I sitting down? Okay, I have something to tell you, but I think I want you to sit down before I tell you. Abby, stop being dramatic and spill it. I think Femi's cheating on you. What? Actually, no, scrap that. I know he's cheating on you. How do you know? 
Basically, I overheard my sister's friend lamenting to her about the guy she was seeing, was seeing someone else, it was Femi this and Femi that. Okay, go on. Initially, I didn't think it was anything, you know, I didn't, you know, think anything of it. But then I thought I'd inquire for the sake of it. And it was the same Femi? Yes. I didn't want to believe it at first, but then when I asked her to send a picture of him, yo, it was definitely Femi. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I can't believe this. Uh, it gets worse. Worse how? So I assumed the other girl she was referring to was you, only to find out it was another girl entirely. Killerly. Shardy was crushed. Her seemingly perfect situation turned out to be too good to be true. And in her seething state of mind, she calls Femi. Hey, babe. Hello, Femi. How are you? I'm good, babes. How are you? <sighs> Don't worry about me. How is Femi? Uh, 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 and what about Sarah? How is she doing? What's the matter? Have you not got anything to say? Shade, it's not what you It's think. not? Please tell me what it is, really. I was dating them before you. They were not serious. And that makes it okay? No, not even. But I was winding those situations down, letting them fizzle out. And you didn't think to do that before you pushed for us to be an item? I'm sorry. It's just I liked you so much. You liked me so much that you had to hurt me by cheating on me? I'm sorry, Shade. Look, those situations are over now. And guess what? So is this situation. Come on, Shade. Don't be like... Save it. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. Shade, please. I didn't mean to hurt you. But you did. And you're just like the stereotype you tried to shake off so much. You're a bad demon. Shade hangs up on Femi and ignores all his efforts to contact her. I knew it was too good to be true. I just knew it. Calm down, Shade. How was you tonight? But that's just the thing, I did know. My gut was telling me that something was off. Well, at least you found out early before you got in too deep. You know? Listen, I'd much rather talk you down from anger than console you through tears. I'm just glad I never told my parents we were together. This situation could have been so messy. But anyway, I'm not going to waste any more breath on that boy. I have to go, but I'll talk to you later. Shardy makes her way to the local coffee shop to meet Winston. Here's the balance in cash, as promised. Thanks for being so flexible. No problem. I'm just glad you're happy with the end product. Yes, the room is lovely, and that wardrobe is just amazing. I do try. I gave it that extra special care and attention. Normally, for something like that, it would cost you double for the price I charged you. Wow. Well, coffee is on me, then. <laughs> yeah, is it? Ah. Also, yeah, yeah, um, I haven't heard anything from your boyfriend. He said that he would get in touch. Shade rolls her eyes and sips her tea. What? Did I say something wrong? No, it's fine. We're not together anymore, that's all. Is that right? Ah, oh, here we go. It's his loss. And from the look of your face, I can tell it's his fault too, innit? Men are trash. Well, yeah, not all of them, though. I mean, not all men you can trust, but you can trust me. If I had the opportunity to be with you, a woman like you, I'd treat you like a queen. Is that right? Believe me. I don't want to creep you out or anything or, or think that I'm some stalker, but I've been watching you. Oh, wow. What? You're a special lady, Sade. I, I see the way you cater to your family and how they rely on you. And, and you're flying in your career. And, and as Jai's watching, that day that I saw you in your native attire, I fell in love. Whoa, Winston. This is a little intense. I know, I know, no, but look, look, hear me out. This is how I feel. I, I like you a lot. And I just want I just want the chance to show you, man. I don't think that will work out. Why not? My parents wouldn't approve. Look, they will. Your dad loves me. Come on, Winston. Come in and eat with me, Winston. Well done, Winston. My house is your house. Well done, my son. You'll be shocked at how quickly this attitude will change when it comes to the matter of you dating his daughter. Well, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Hmm. Come on, let's just go on one date. Let's call call it a, a thank you for the wardrobe. That's not fair. I don't play fair. I play for keeps. Shade reluctantly agrees to Winston's request for a date. The following weekend, as Shade gets ready to leave the house to meet Winston, she overhears her dad on the phone to Femi's dad. 
Uh, Baba Femi, I don't even know what has happened because uh, one moment Femi is coming over all the time and Shade is cooking pounded yam and the nurse, I don't see him again. Uh, 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 uh. I, I, well, anyway, so Femi said that Shade was not interested. <sighs> okay, no pro okay, no problems. I, I have had you. I will definitely talk to her. Oh my gosh. Shade mumbles under her breath as she walks past her dad towards the front door. Where are you going at this time of night? I'm meeting up with a friend, Daddy. What friend? Oh, is it Femi? No, Dad, it's not Femi. What happened to Femi? Femi happened to Femi. What does that mean? Nothing, Daddy. Femi is fine. We're just not compatible like that. But I can change! Why don't you give him a chance? I don't have time for this, Daddy. I'm going to be late. Okay, just promise me that you will think about it. Sade grabs her keys and leaves the house. She heads round the corner where she had arranged to meet Winston to pick her up so as not to be seen. I can't believe you're going through all this trouble not to be seen with me. You don't get it, but that's fine. Where are you taking me to anyway? There's a really nice wine bar. I go there sometimes. We can have some dinner, drinks and some dancing too. Dancing? What? What? What's the matter? You don't dance? It's not that, it's just... Never mind, sounds lovely. All right then. They pull up to Satay Bar to commence their evening. I come past here all the time. I never knew it was that type of place. Well, you're in for a treat. Shardy and Winston have a lovely meal together, with Winston making great recommendations on food and cocktails, which they share. They discuss cultural differences, careers, goals, family and more. Then... Would you like to dance? I don't know. Come on, don't be shy. Shadi obliges Winston. He takes her by the hand and leads her onto the dance floor. He holds her close as they slow dance away. To Shadi's surprise, Winston moves well and he smells amazing. You're quite the dancer, a bit close though. This is how you dance, to this type of music, innit? Okay, and what do you call this music? Lovers Rock. Of course. Their date lasts well into the middle of the night. And at the end, he drops her home at the same spot around the corner from her house. Thank you for tonight. I really had fun. It was my pleasure. So, um, when am I going to see you again? Ugh, Winston, what's the point? It can't really go anywhere, so why do it to ourselves? Oh, maybe you don't believe it can go anywhere, but I believe we can go all the way. I just need you to give me a chance. Give us a chance. Fine. Call me and we'll see where things go. Winston leans in and kisses her. And it seals the deal because that kiss got Shadi hooked and she was into him, fully into him. So you went on a date with your builder? <laughs> yes. The Jamaican one? Yes. What a wow. <laughs> Stop being so dramatic. <laughs> so what will your parents have to say about this, please? I don't know. I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Okay, so how was the date then? It was great. A bit of a culture shock, but it was so good. Culture shock how? I don't know. They're just more liberal with things. Okay, okay. So, do you like him? I didn't think I would, but I do. He makes me feel like royalty. Over the next few weeks, Winston and Shardy get very close. And as they can't go to Shardy's house, they spend a lot of time socialising in Winston's circle. It's a Saturday evening, and Shardy has accompanied Winston to a family barbecue. Yes, my lord. Yes, my boss. Yes, pops. You're good? Yeah. <laughs> Meet my friend, Sade. Winston makes his way around greeting everybody and introducing them to Sade. Your family seems so nice. Thanks. And I love the way you all interact with each other. How you mean? All ages are conversing, dancing and eating together as if they were all peers. Yeah, man, it's love. Is it not like that with you? Absolutely not. There are clear boundaries between the generations. Shade continues to explain the differences between the cultures as they both help themselves to food. During the conversation, one of Winston's uncles hands him a weed joint. 
See, this is what I'm talking about. That would never happen at one of my family functions. Why not? First of all, weed is frowned on in my culture. And second, I can't imagine my dad or one of my uncles giving me or even one of my male cousins a cigarette. Talk less of smoking it in the open. Well, over this side, weed is very acceptable. And sharing is caring. You want some? Sade side-eyes Winston. Yeah, I think not. What does that do for you anyway? It relaxes me. It helps me relieve stress. If I'm in a bad mood and I hit one of these weed one time, my whole mood changes, you get me? Just then, Shardy gets barred from behind and spills some of her drink. Excuse you? And what do you, girl? Well, next time tell your little girlfriend if I'm standing in the walkway. What's her problem? Don't pay her no mind. Sheesh, maybe she needs to hit the weed one time. <laughs> maybe. Do you know her? Yeah, that's Carleen. Did you and her...? Something like that. So what is she doing here? She's a friend of the family, but enough about her. She's not important. Let's just enjoy the party. After a fun-filled evening, Shardy and Winston head back to his place to spend some time alone together. So how did you enjoy your first Jamaican loo? It was nice, very different, but nice. The food was obviously yum, and your family were really friendly, almost too friendly. Too friendly? That's a new one. Yeah, like, I mean, for instance, your Aunt Margaret. What about her? She introduced herself as Margaret and expected me to call her Margaret. But that's her name. Yeah, we don't do that. That's wild. I'm calling a woman old enough to be my mother by name. Imagine. Ah, so that's why you were calling her Ms. Margaret. Of course, before my ancestors start rolling in their graves. We have respect too, but... We don't take things so serious. And I see everyone calls you Winnie. Yeah, they shorten the name, although it's not that much shorter. On top of the fact that it's a female name. How? Well, whenever I think Winnie, I think Winnie Mandela. (laughs) Uh, I never thought about it like that. So yeah, I won't be calling you Winnie. Maybe just Win. Yeah, man. I like that because I'm no Winnie. I'm a winner. I guess so, because you won me over and that couldn't have been easy. Not easy, but worth it. That's why I feel like such a winner, because you're a special lady. Winston says, as he kisses her. More special than Carleen. Oh, how are you going to call her name and just spoil things, huh? How did I know that this was going to be an issue? Come on. I just want to know what happens. <sighs> We're here, having a moment. It's not that deep. That's what you think. Anyway, she... Winston explains the circumstances surrounding his relationship with Carleen and why they broke up. So the long and short, she was just too self-centred and I don't like the way I consider people and they don't consider me or or when I'm getting into fights because she crave attention to the point where man won't fight me and it's just just a come long thing, you get me? Oh, wow. Anyway, that's done now. Onto bigger and better things, innit? Winston begins kissing Shardy again, and things get very intense. He's very attentive, passionate, and very thorough. Shardy reciprocates and is very receptive to all these advances in what becomes a beautiful moment of intimacy. Afterwards, Shardy and Winston talk in bed as he lights up to smoke. So, why are you looking at me like that? I thought Jamaican men didn't go down on women. Of course not. The same way that there's no gay Jamaicans and the same way that black men don't cheat and the same way that you won't find a ruster eating a a pork sandwich. (laughs) You've got jokes. i got skills. That's what i got. Who told you? My neighbours, based on the noise you were making. Stupid boy. Beautiful girl. Anyway, tell me something. What? How old were you when you started smoking weed? I don't know. Maybe 17. 17? Why you look so shocked? It's just that you got into drugs at 17. So who says it's drugs? Is coffee not a drug? Don't be silly. Coffee is coffee. Yeah? And tobacco is tobacco and alcohol is alcohol. So what you say to that? What you say to that? Where, where, where do drugs fit into it? Huh? Huh? Well, Are they drugs not too? No. You only call it drugs because they, they labelled it drugs. But all those things are addictive, more addictive and, and more harmful than weed. Hmm. What? Do your Google search and see. Furthermore, why not try some for yourself? 
No, I couldn't. Why not? Just try it. Shade takes a pull. <coughs> Easy, Tiger. Light pop to start. No, no, pull too strong. Shade tries again a few more times. I can't feel anything. Give it a minute. About 30 minutes later, as the effects start to kick in. I feel very chilled and a bit peckish. <laughs> yeah, that's sometimes one of the effects. You now got the munchies. It's getting late. I need to make a move. Winston drops Sade home. And as she tries to sneak into the house, she bumps into her dad. Sade, where are you coming from at this hour? I went to a friend's barbecue. Who does barbecue at night time in the dark? And why are your eyes so red? Sade was unaware that the weed would have that effect on her. But she quickly made up a lie. No reason. I'm just really tired. No problem. Good night, dear. Good night, Daddy. Before heading up to bed, Shardy makes her way to the kitchen to grab some of her brother's snacks. But as she makes her way to the bedroom... Hey, why are you going with all my snacks? Don't question me. Why are you up so late? I woke up to go to the toilet. Now what are you doing with my snacks? Look, I will buy you new snacks. Stop stressing me. You better. You should learn to share, you spoiled brat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The following day... So now you're a drug addict. <laughs> it's not that deep. I beg you, it is deeper. You're now smoking the ganja. I just tried it and it's no more of a drug than coffee. Hmm. Well, I don't know about you, but me, I beg you, I don't smoke coffee. Stop being so dramatic. Okay, oh. Anyway, what now? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? He wants to be with me, but it can't work. Why not? You know why. My parents will go nuts. So what are you going to do? I don't know. Well, you better figure it out because you don't want to waste his time and most importantly, yours. But things between Shardy and Winston showed no signs of slowing down and they were secretly spending a lot more time together. On one such occasion, round the corner from her house, in Winston's car. So why can't we be together properly? I told you, my parents won't go for it and I would want my parents' blessing. Why not? Because I'm Jamaican? Well, yeah. And what's wrong with that? To me, nothing, but it's just their perception. And what's their perception? Just the usual stereotypical crap, and it doesn't help that you fit the stereotype. How? To them, you're uneducated because you didn't go to university. University isn't the be-all and end-all. I run my own successful business. You smoke marijuana, which they consider to be drugs. We've had this talk already. It's a technicality. You smoke weed too. No, I don't. I'm a good girl. Anyway, as I was saying, to them, you're from a broken home because your parents aren't together. You met my cousins and my aunts and uncles. Most of them are all married and I don't have any kids. And also they find it very unnerving when people have gold teeth in their mouth. They think no respectable person would do that. I was young when I had that done. But I'm actually getting it removed. I don't mind, but it's not me you have to convince. So if there's no future, then what are we doing here? I'm using you for your body. Stop playing, man. Don't touch it, man. Then Shadi leans in and kisses him. Hey, what's going on here? Kaida, what are you doing here? I'm on my way home from school. But the bigger question is, what are you doing here? Hey, Mr. K. How are you? Great, because I'm about to get paid. How do you figure? If you don't pay me, I'm telling Dad. You're bluffing. Try me. How much do you want, little man? £40. £40? Yeah, that's how much the new FIFA game is. Deal. No, no way. I'm not going to get blackmailed by my own little brother. It's no big deal. Just let me pay him. Absolutely not. Come, Kaede, let's go home. Listen, I'm going to give you the money, yeah? But make sure you play me in the FIFA game, yeah? Later that night, at the dinner table... Shade, how was work? It was fine, Daddy. Just fine. Nothing eventful happened. Shade side-eyes Kayode. Nothing of note. What about you, Kayode? How was school? School was very good, Dad. Very interesting, but not as interesting as the walk home. Yeah, so why? what exactly happened to your walk home? Kayode makes eye contact with Shade to show he meant business. Well, on the way from school, I saw... Oh, Kaede, I almost forgot. I bought you that new FIFA game that you wanted, but I forgot it at the office. I'll bring it home tomorrow. 
Aw, thanks, big sis. Oh, that's very nice of you. Anyway, Coyote, you are very, very lucky boy. You have a sister that loves you. Shardy was furious and laments on the phone to Abby after dinner. He's such a little shit. I can't believe he blackmailed me like that. <laughs> he is so funny. Like, your brother is actually a smart kid. <laughs> Glad you find it funny. Could have been World War Three in this house had he told. I think you're being a bit dramatic. You should tell them. They might actually shock you. Shade, please. Can I talk to you? Sure, Dad. Come in. Abby, let me call you back, please. Sure, girl. What's up, Dad? I want to ask you something. Sounds serious. What is it? Shade, are you... I mean, are you a gay? What? Daddy, what sort of question is that? Uh, well, you can't blame me for asking. You have never, ever brought boy back to this house and said that, Daddy, this is my boyfriend. You never, ever tell me that. I've never brought a girl back to the house and said, this is my girlfriend either, Dad. Anyway, you know what I mean. No, Daddy, I'm not sure I do. And besides, you were always the one saying, you don't want to hear about boys and this and that. Focus on my studies. Uh, but the studies are finished now. It's not a magic switch, Dad. I can't be one way today and instantly be another way tomorrow. What about all of our friend's sons that we are trying to introduce you to? They're just not my type, Dad. That's fair enough. But you understand why I was worried. Well, you don't need to worry about me. But what you do need to worry about is that homophobia. Months go by. Shardy and Winston are getting on like a house on fire. She's integrated with his style of life and incorporated her Nigerian roots and Winston and his family adore her. Winston treats her better than any man she'd ever been with previously. He is kind, attentive, considerate and makes her feel like royalty. She starts to question the cultural boundaries and why they should even matter. I don't have a long game plan for this situation. It was just going with emotions, you know? Okay, but... But honestly, I can't imagine being with anyone else. Don't blame me. Guy. He's a great guy. He treats me so well and always makes me feel so special. Like I'm royalty. So what's the problem? Again, it's the culture thing, you know? Man, not everyday culture. Sometimes love and fairy tales, I beg you. Oh. You're right, you know. I'm going to ask him to be my boyfriend. Hey, Winston for the win! Shardy's at Winston's house cooking him an African-Jamaican fusion of jerk chicken, jello rice and plantain gizzard on the side. And on Winston's arrival home, mm. Baby, something smells incredible. Take a seat and I'll dish it out for you. Jerk and jollof. And a cold Nigerian Guinness to help it down. You're spoiling me, you're looking things, innit? <laughs> That's because you deserve it. Shade waits for him to finish, clears up the table and begins washing up. Nah, nah, leave that. I'll do it. Behave yourself, please. You do know I'm used to doing things myself. He says as he hugs her from behind. Yeah, well, I like to cater to you. I know. That's why I always want to do things for you. Well, there is something you can do for me, actually. Of course. What is it? Will you be my man? Are you serious? Shadi turns around. Yeah, baby, I'm serious. I want to be with you properly. Wow, baby, that, that's all I've ever wanted. For you to be my African queen. Well, if you'll have me, I'm yours. Are you joking or what? Come over here. Winston joyously kisses Shade, and this goes on for a while. In the heat of it all, he picks her up and puts her on the kitchen counter. They undress each other and go out hot and heavy before eventually moving proceedings to the bedroom. Afterwards, while cuddled up in bed. So you're going to let your parents know? I have to, and sooner rather than later. No pressure, because I, I, I know you have reservations about that. It's going to have to be a very delicate procedure, but I'll figure something out. Thanks for being so patient with me through all of this. Good things come to those who wait. <laughs> to be honest, it might not be so bad. I hope you're right. Yeah, man, because I did one of those ancestry tests and you never guess what I found out. Don't tell me. I'm 80% Nigerian. 
<laughs> the irony. In it. Winston drops Sade home. Both still overwhelmed with excitement, they kiss and cuddle in the car for a while. But just then... Eh, Sade, what's going on here? Sade's dad drives past and catches them in the act. Daddy, let me explain. Explain what? That we're kissing somebody else's mouth in front of the neighbours. Mr. Bakari, please, calm down. My friend, come on, you just shut up, dear. Daddy, let me explain. I don't want to hear anything. You will get out of this car and you will get inside the house. Winston, I'll call you later. You are never going to call him ever again. Sade follows her dad inside and he throws a fit. Daddy, I was going to tell you. Tell me what? That me and Winston were together. Together? How? I thought you would be happy that I'm with someone now. Not that type of somebody. What's wrong with him? Mr. Bakari lists off all the typical stereotypes, much to Sade's annoyance. So what if he didn't go to university, Dad? He has his own successful business, he doesn't have any kids, and most importantly, he treats me so well. I don't care. So you don't care that I'm happy? I can't talk to you. Mama Sade? Mama Sade? What about my sorrow? Mr. Bakari laments to Mrs. Bakari, and they both make it clear that they are not in support of her new relationship. Sade runs to her room, crying. A few hours later. Are you okay, sis? Kyla, I just want to be left alone, please. I understand. I'll bring you some snacks and a drink. Thank you. And don't worry, I like Winston. <laughs> You're so sweet. The following morning, on the phone to Abby. They want me to break up with him. You can't do that. I'm not going to. So what are you going to do? I'm just going to wait it out and hopefully they'll come around. Meanwhile, Mr. Bakari is on the phone to Winston. So, this is what you do? You sleep with your customers' daughters? It's not like that, Mr. Bakari. What is it like? I really care about Shade. She's an amazing woman, and I just want to make her happy. Absolute rubbish! What nonsense are you talking about? In fact, I forbid it, and I don't want you to see my daughter ever again. With all due respect, Mr. Bakari, it's, it's not up to you. And, and, and I'm not such a bad person, am I? Why, why can't I see your daughter? Look, I don't have time for all this rubbish. Just leave my daughter alone. A few days later, when the dust settles, Shardy and Winston finally get a chance to get together. This is so upsetting. Even though I know they wouldn't have been thrilled about the situation, my dad found out in the worst possible way. It's unfortunate, I know, but we'll get through this together. How can you be so sure? because I'm not going to give up on us. The same way I, I didn't give up on you when you weren't so favourable about our relationship. Well, I'm not giving up on us either. Good. But I hope my parents come round because that's my family and I love them. Give it time, baby. Shardy and Winston maintain their relationship behind closed doors and things get very tense in the Bukhari household. But Shardy finds an unlikely ally in Femi. Hey Shardy, hope you're good. I overheard my dad and your dad talking the other day and I just wanted to say I'm so sorry for what you're going through. It sucks our parents can't look past these trivial things and see the bigger picture. Anyway, if it's any consolation, I've backed it for you. Hey Femi, thanks, I guess. Don't mention it. I've been through the same situation a few times with my parents so I know how it can be. Considering your track record, a few times is an understatement, surely. Touche. I'm kidding. I'm over that now. I can see. Lucky guy. Anyway, if you ever need some backup, advice, or just someone to talk to, I'm here. As friends, of course. Shardy and Femi develop a platonic relationship. And although he makes it clear on occasion that he messed up and still has a soft spot for Shardy, he is otherwise very respectful of her relationship and boundaries. Shadi, on the other hand, doesn't hide the fact that she's talking to Femi, but is not forthcoming with the information. It's a Friday evening. Shadi and Winston are at his place watching TV. Here are the reservation deals for Sunday evening. Winston looks over, reads it, and blows his top. I want a blood clot! Winston, relax. Me not relax nothing. Yeah, yeah, treat me like some idiot. It's not even like that. For months, me I fight for you, put myself on the line for you. And for what? Listen, let me explain. No, I hear nothing. Treat me like some, some, some idiot, you little dirty girl. Don't talk to me like that. What? Why? Why? Yeah? Man, just get your blood clout out my yard. That's all you know, innit? Bumba clout, blood clout, blood clout. 
Is that all you know? Me know how to deal with this. And if you want to pussy clot is another one you miss. A blood clot. Huh? Look, we're just friends. <laughs> Don't worry yourself. Me are friends too to Ross. Winston storms out of his house and Sade is left behind in a flood of tears. He makes his way to Satibar to drown his anger. But to make matters worse. No, see one familiar face there. <laughs> How could this day get any worse? <laughs> what? You like a girl that stress you? Mind your business. Don't worry about my girlfriend. <laughs> me know that face there, you vex. Y well, you would know it, because you is the only one that did put the face upon me in the first place. That's why you did see it. Well, if you have that face there with me and her, maybe the problem is you. Can you just leave me alone for have a drink? Huh? Just leave me in peace. Several hours later, Winston returns home drunk, and Shadi is there waiting for him. I don't know why you're still here. I'm not going anywhere until we sort this out. There's nothing to sort out. You're drunk. I'll talk to you in the morning. The following morning, Winston is woken up by the smell of coffee. Here, take this. Mm, thank you. Can we talk now? <laughs> if we must. First of all, read this. Shadi hands Winston her phone to read the text thread between her and Femi. As you can see, that message wasn't specifically for me. It was in case I changed my mind and wanted to come to his birthday dinner, as I had already declined. And what, what, what were all these other messages? Feel free to read them all. Winston reads through all the messages between them. Yeah, but you didn't tell me you two had started talking again. You're right, I didn't, and I was wrong. I definitely should have told you. So what was I supposed to think, huh? When I see your ex, who I don't know you're talking to, sending you dinner reservations. I understand why you would be upset, but you didn't give me a chance to explain. You just lost it. <sighs> Alright, maybe I did overreact a little bit. But it's only because I didn't like that brother. And anyway, I'm sorry for how I acted. And I'm sorry I didn't tell you I was talking to Femi. Kiss and make up? Mm, I need to get going. No, no, kiss and make up, man. I need to get going. Come on. <laughs> I said, you know, come on. You know, you, know you missed get, this. <laughs> Remember who made you that wardrobe? Remember, you like good wood. Oh, Jesus. I need to get going. I know I'm going to get an interrogation when I get home because I didn't tell them I was staying out. Sade calls Abby on her way home to corroborate her story as to why she didn't come home last night and also to tell her the truth about why she didn't come home last night. Oh, you guys had your first fight. How is that all? I mean, I don't think a relationship is complete until you have that first argument. Anyway, enough with that sappy stuff. Can we get our story straight, please? They finish ironing out the details of the story just as Sade gets to her house. Sade, where have you been? Abby, let me call you back. Hey, you are with Winston. No, Dad, I went out with Abby because we got back late. I stayed at her place. You think I'm stupid, Abby? No, Daddy. Then why didn't you call me? Sorry, Daddy, I got carried away. Okay, no problem. I'm watching you. Shadi goes to her room and calls Abby back. I just got the third degree. Yeah, I don't even know how you do with that stress, you know. Me either. As a matter of fact, I'm jumping online now to look at properties. I need to move out. Hell's that you've got a build out there ready with all the incentive to get it done quickly. A lie. Sade logs onto her computer, and as per usual, her social media screen pops up. What the hell? What was wrong? Winston was with that Carlene girl yesterday. What? She tagged him in a picture of them together at Satay Bar. Oh, wow. Maybe he's nothing, just like with you and Femi. Nah, this isn't nothing. She's sitting in his laps with her hands all over him. Eesh, that's not good. Don't overreact though, babe. Give him a chance to explain himself. Yeah, bye. Oh. Sade is fuming. She grabs her keys and heads straight back to Winston's house. Back so soon? What the hell is this? What? Is this how you're going to be every time we have an argument? You're going to run back to her? There must be some sort of mix-up. Mix-up? You need to do better than that. If I was going to tolerate this kind of rubbish, I would have stuck with my own people. Look, I went to Satay Bar. Yes. I saw Carlene. Yes. She came to talk to me and I told her, leave me alone. 
Then I was drinking until I fell asleep. Next thing I know, Barry woke me up and put me in a cab. You think I destabilised my entire family and took on this big risk for you to feed me some cock and bull story about I fell asleep and meet this thing and here? No. No. I can't do with this. I'm done. Sade. Sade. Sade storms off. Winston calls Barry at the bar to get to the bottom of the picture. Barry explains that Carlene had just taken advantage of his drunk state to stage the picture and that it was taken while he was asleep. With a better understanding of what happened, Winston calls Shardy to explain. I don't know, Winston. This seems all so convenient. Don't let that witch come between us. This is what she wants. Your story is just so out there. If I was really dealing with her, why would she post a picture? I don't know. Can't you see that this is that game that she wants to play? That's why she's trying to break us up. Look, a lot has happened in the space of 24 hours and I just need some time to clear my head and think things through. So what, you giving up on us? I never said that. I just need some time. Fine, but just know I love you and I would never do that to you. For the next two weeks, Shardy is a little distant and Winston can feel the relationship slipping away. So he goes to Abby to see where Shardy's mind is and what he can do. She loves you. I know she does. But she's just scared, and obviously this weekend's events haven't really helped me. But these things happen in relationships. I know, but the risk and sacrifice of things not working aren't usually this great. This is not a game to me, you know. I'm for real. I would marry Sade tomorrow. That's how serious I am. Truth be told, I know she would love to be your wife. We've actually spoken about this. But I think that the thought of not having her parents' blessing is killing her inside. So how can I win her parents over? I think it's a culture thing for them. So, you're in the culture. What is the uh, procedure to ask someone hand in marriage? Are you serious? All I want is her. All I want to do is just be a part of her life. I, I, I'll do anything it takes just to make it happen, to get that happy ending. Winston puts together a romantic dinner for Shadi at his place. What's all this? I just wanted to do something special for you. Oh, thank you. I could feel us getting distant and I, I wanted to see where your head was at. I'm so sorry about that. I love you. I love us. But the whole situation just fills me with anxiety because I don't know how things are going to turn out. Let me show you where my head's at and maybe that will help you ease your mind about things on this side. Winton drops to one knee and presents Sade with a ring. Oh my! Shade, would you marry me? I'd love to, but what about my parents? They won't go for it. I, I know, and I also know how much their blessing means to you, so I have a plan. What? I'm going to fly your parents' parents over from Nigeria, and I'm going to fill up the van with all the traditional things that are usually brought over for the bride's father. I've spoken to my parents, my brothers and sisters, and they are going to come with me to ask your parents for your hand. Wow, that sounds expensive. If the world was mine, I would give it to you, all of it. I'm hoping that this gesture would not only be seen as a sign of respect for your culture, but also show how serious I am about you. I hope it works. Shardy and Winston spend months putting everything together. And on one Saturday afternoon... Mum, Dad, look who it is. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. What exactly is going on here? To Mr. and Mr. Bakari's great surprise, it's their parents. Winston flew them over. Uh, Winston? Yes, Sadie, aren't you happy? Y yes, I am, but... Uh... Mr. and Mrs. Bakari greet their parents as it had been years since they had seen them last. But just as everyone gets settled, the doorbell goes. Mr. Bakari opens the door to see Winston and his family with a van full of gifts. Good afternoon, Mr. Bakari. Me and my family are performing your knocking tradition to ask for your daughter's hand in marriage. Will this grand gesture be enough to change Mr. Bakari's mind and warm up to the idea of Shardy and Winston getting married? Or will he stick to his traditional ways and still kick against it? Who knows? This is Bedtime Stories. Thanks for listening. Look out for the next story in a bedtime story series entitled Love or Lust. 
Shout out again to Touchmark Studios where this episode was recorded. And don't forget to follow us on all our socials at BS by AKD on everything. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, peace. Every sky would be blue as long as you're loving me.